Yeah, you gotta hit record when you start these podcasts. Welcome <laughs> to the Power Word Dumb Podcast, where we talk about the dumb and silly things in D&D. I am James. And I'm Ryan. And uh, Ryan, you were you were telling me before we started, you had something you wanted to talk about. I did. Um, this is uh, a very special episode of the Power Word Dumb Podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I, all my friends out there who are dealing with the shortage of medication, a certain medication that the, uh, the, the Nazis may have used back in the day, um, I feel you. I know you're struggling, uh, but I do have a solution. Uh, just it's not meth. a final one, though, just right? Just make meth. No. Just, <laughs> it's so easy. You, you know, Walter Wright, he basically gave you the recipe. Just make meth. It's the same thing. I mean... What? Why are you looking at me like that? I, it's, it's, it's fine. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think what they were making was actually rock candy. I don't... <laughs> no, it was meth, silly. You're, you're telling me they killed, a pe- they killed people for rock candy. I mean... I, ugh, Ryan, uh, <laughs> buddy... What Some, are, you, are you about to tell me that like Ryan, buddy? Have you tried rock candy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dolly didn't sing about it for nothing. I'm just gonna say that uh, we're having a rock candy Christmas here in East Tennessee. She was talking about meth. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's from Sevierville. What did you expect? Meth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, and in 2023 terms, it's fentanyl now. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. You never know. Uh, you. you Somebody says the word, you could you could die. Mm, that's, that's what I that's what I've been led to believe shit, by my local probably, news reports. We probably killed half our audience. Ah, no. Shit, Mark Borg, I'm sorry. <sighs> May you flap in peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You go to that big pond in the sky. <laughs> Inspired a curse card in the game called Uh-oh. Foul Play. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you're all a natural one, a now a, a new enemy enters the battlefield. It's a duck with a knife, <laughs> <laughs> and it's hostile to everyone. <laughs> I, 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 that's one of my like earliest vivid memories. Is like walk, walking around uh, the lake near our hometown. And there were some geese, and we were out there feeding the ducks and the geese bread, which you're not supposed to do, turns out. Mm -hmm. But this was the 80s. It was fine. Yeah, smoking was okay then. Exactly. Uh, And this this goose started walking up to me, and I was like, oh, my God. A live wild animal is coming up to me, and it wants to be my friend, because I'm a a Disney kid. I, I just watched Bambi and Thumper and whatever the smelly raccoons skunk. No, no, no. He was the rapey one. There was a Disney smelly skunk one in Bambi. He was a skunk. Oh, oh, oh. flower was uh, was their name. Okay, okay. So because uh, he it, smelled like a flower. That's right. Uh, but yeah, this this goose starts walking up to me, and I <laughs> reached out with a piece of bread, like to feed it out of my hand. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know this, geese have teeth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> terrifying. Not just teeth; they have like these mangled, jagged, sharp. Can I tell teeth, you right? what's really terrifying? When you're as tall as the goose, <laughs> and it's coming at you, and it opens its mouth and lunges forward with its gaping maw filled with sharp teeth. Uh-huh. And yeah, I know. See, you you say that when like you're you're trying to conjure the image of you as a child, but I can only ever see you as a full grown adult. So this goose is gigantic. Six foot yeah. goose. You gotta watch out for those. I couldn't play duck duck goose after that. No. I was no, scared. Like I'd be like duck, 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 duck. Trauma. Like, ah! <laughs> so uh yeah. Uh so we got that going for us. Yes. So um back to the foul play card. I also had another idea of like I've been playing with QR codes. Um, uh, having a QR code 
that you scan on the card and it pop up like a Spotify playlist uh-huh. and the Dark Souls boss music kicks oh, on. Oh no. <laughs> like like play this when this card activates and it's the Dark Soul boss music and you play you it's like there's a giant duck with a katana. Oh, oh everyone's gonna no. have a bad time. Yeah. You just mine mine would just be that you died. <laughs> it just pops up with a blank screen and says that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Let me write that one up. Oh, all right. Speaking of games, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're going to start off with something uh, that's that's kind of topical. We're doing this for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's just coming in, just coming in. Uh, we don't have earpieces yet, so I don't know what it is. But um... <laughs> that was just the news music. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I want to talk about the layoffs over at Hasbro. It has not affected us. This yeah. podcast has not laid anyone know, off right before Christmas. <laughs> just to be clear, I will say. I will say. It's not even they announced the layoffs, so right. it's it's very easy to knee jerk reaction and go, all eleven hundred people are fired. Get out, pack your shit, and get out. And that's that's kind of instantly what you hear, and it's kind of the that's how it's being sold. Right. But when you look into it, they've they've actually uh, this they've laid off nineteen hundred people mm, <laughs> because yes. they had eight hundred layoffs beforehand. Uh huh. But um. So you know, I was watching the 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 YouTuber that uh, was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of talk about something topical. So I'm gonna watch the videos on it, and then I was you like, were watching that one the the one guy on no, YouTube. No, 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 not the one guy with the beard and the. Oh no! I just you, meant, you oh. said I was watching the YouTuber, and I was like, the, the singular guy on the YouTube, YouTuber, it's Johnny like, YouTube. Yeah, it's like he just he has a giant YT symbol on his chest, like <laughs> Superman. He's like today on the internet. <laughs> Perfect. So I was watching him, and he was talking about it, and I'm like, I'm like, this all kind of sounds like a lot of like, how could you do this at this time and everything? And I'm like, let me go to the source and let me mm-hmm. read the actual thing. So I actually read the article, and the article was getting fucking boring. So I said, let's read the letter, the email that he sent out saying, "You are fired." Mm, uh, yes. That comes off as racist, but that's a, that's a is that's he a, Austrian? No. <laughs> Maybe. His name is Chris Cox. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. I had a friend whose last name was Cox in high school. Mm -hmm. Their dog's name was Harry. (laughs) I don't get it. Oh, well, let me explain. (laughs) So um, I'm going to summarize basically his his, uh, memo thing. They said, hey, we're downsizing. I don't know. Oh, shit. I was gifted this, this espresso machine. And it makes weird ass fucking noises. So I'm sorry if you guys heard that in the background. <laughs> Jesus, Your espresso right? machine also hasn't had its medication. <laughs> it, <laughs> that explains a lot. All right. So basically, you know, when COVID hit, like a lot of companies started hitting highs. Like yeah. everyone stopped indoors. People started buying toys. I mean, started I started playing D and D because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, so that was the first time I played. You know, and you and I were talking about a lot of streamers hit peaks, and uh, as well, and. So now they're getting to the point where everyone's kind of uh, out and about. COVID was like three years ago, I think, at this point. Um, so, but they're just now experiencing the the ramifications of it. Right. So they're downsizing because of COVID, essentially. Um, there's a few other things, some other like uh, bad deals, but basically. Um, they're laying everyone off, but it's over six months. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're fired, get your shit. It's like, hey. We're going to be transitioning you out. Yeah. Um, we're also, they also have an early retirement, or early volunteer, voluntary retirement program. Right. So some people are um, 
stepping down. Yeah. In their that, that happened to my mom. Her job, yeah. she was like uh, a year away from being eligible to retire. Mm-hmm. And they were doing layoffs. And they gave her the option. They're like, we'll go ahead and give you that year. Mm-hmm. Add it on to your time so that you get your full retirement if you'll retire now. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's actually, if like, you catching people like that's actually kind of beneficial to them. Yeah. You know, because I'm out the door anyway. So, um, but uh, they also, now, this is all in the memo to staff. So, mm-hmm. this is obviously corporate speak. So, this could be entirely different. Yeah. Right? But so they're also saying we'll help with uh, finding a new job is what they said as well. Yeah. So, if you know, I'm going to take it at face value and say they are helping people. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not there. I wasn't the one who was laid off, so maybe it's different. But it, the same thing kind of happened with Twitter too. You know, these big companies they do get bloated after a while. Yeah. So, but well, I think that's Twitter, kind of Twitter was more of a I'm going to come in and show you how big my dick is and just fire a majority of the mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I realize I still need those people and beg them to come back, mm-hmm. they tell me to fuck you. Yeah, but then there was. You see, I agree with that aspect, but then you see the post online where you see these people who, uh, like, here's my day at Twitter, types mm-hmm. on keyboard, lays down and sleeps. Yeah. And, but then there's like that. So there's a duality to it. You're like, I don't know which one's right at this point. Um, there is the uh, the funny thing. I don't know if there's any truth to this, but it's really funny. The attractive hostess mm-hmm. theory. Have you heard this? No. So, <clears throat> salespeople are usually very attractive. Yes. Because it's a ploy to help make you buy things. Absolutely. Hot people come in, say, buy my shit, and you're like, okay, I buy your shit. Right? So, yeah. Um, the the, uh, the medical, uh, pharmaceutical reps. Yeah, pharmaceutical They had a whole reps. episode of How I Met Your Mother on it. Yeah. Of how beautiful pharmaceutical reps are. Yeah, a lot of people, you know the barefoot wine uh, that's around here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all of their sales reps are attractive. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, and... But those people are usually the first people to go because they're usually like the faces and stuff like right. that. So they're they're not deemed essential by the big corporations. This is if anyone's listening to you and you are a, a public relations, I'm not coming at you. This yeah. is just something funny that I thought about. So since they're the first ones to be laid off, what you'll see is a lot of them becoming uh, hostesses and wait staff. So mm-hmm. as the as as it's like the 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 idea behind it is as the economy is doing. Worse, you'll start to see more attractive hostesses. Fair enough. <laughs> I, it, it's that's a funny theory to think about. I don't really put any stock to it, but when you see on like fucking TikTok and Twitter and stuff like that, where it's like, "Here's my day. I go about. I get a Jamba Juice, and then I work forty five minutes, and then I exercise, and then mm-hmm. I and then I get a cracker. Yeah, and it's just beautiful man or woman doing that. You're like, I don't think you're really doing anything. Right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, that's how my day goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wake up at five and I wake up screaming. And I, I, <laughs> and I, got, I got so much shit to do today. I, uh, yeah, no, like I, I, I have a, a job where I get to work from home three days a week, mm-hmm. but I'm so fucking jealous of that. But here's the thing. Like people like, Oh my gosh, you work from home. You must be able to get so much done. No, because my job is to answer phones, mm-hmm. and the phone is part of the computer. It's not like a separate phone, and I have to have the computer with me to be able to access customer files and things. So I'm tethered to the computer, just sitting in front of it mm-hmm. all day long. It's not like I can get up and go do laundry or mm-hmm. go take a nap or, or any of these other things that you know you see people doing. Mm-hmm. No, I have to be able to answer the phone when the phone rings, or else I don't have a job anymore. You want, you want to know the issue is? What's that? You're an extrovert. 
it's th- true. That's the thing. You are you are an extroverted person. Me to a, to an extent, which is why I love the fact that I have two days in office uh-huh. where I get to go and be my extroverted self. But then I also appreciate the other days at home. Mm-hmm. You see, I'm the opposite. I'm introverted. I don't know if you know this. What? Yes. No. I hate you? hate people. Uh, <laughs> Come visit us at Nerd Night, at Crafty Master, and I will hate you. <laughs> no, no, like, like that, that's one thing I've always, I've always. Uh, I'm gonna glaze you for a second. Yeah, I love that fucking term. Um, <laughs> but that's the one thing I've always admired about you: your ability to interact with people. Just yeah. walk up and go like, "Hey, how you doing?" You, 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 talk, 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 talk. I can't do that. I walk up and I go, "Hi." <laughs> and that's and that's yeah. the best I got. No. I can't I can't carry on conversations like this. I can teach you. I, I can teach I, you my ways. I, I don't... Because can I be honest? I can teach you my ways. <laughs> it's mine. It's a lot of fluff. There's there's, 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 a, there's very little substance behind it. But I mean, sometimes that lack of substance is substance in itself. You yeah. know, the ability to have that gift of gab is very important. If we were both introverted in this podcast, it would be boring <laughs> as fuck. It would be NPR. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Power Word Dumb. Today mm-hmm. on Power Word Dumb, we're going to talk about the layoffs. <laughs> Today, Wizards of the Coast laid off. Okay, stop lot. before people start liking this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a separate. I'll, I'll, I'll do a. I'll do a low energy version of this Ooh, podcast. Can we make it like super smutty? Like today, we're going to talk about the layoffs. Oh, yeah, That'd they be fun. Wizards of the Coast was such a dirty, dirty girl. Dice, <laughs> <laughs> roll for me. <laughs> Um, where the fuck were we? Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> Wizards of the Coast. Why are we talking? Okay, uh, okay, but that was the issue is because you're an extroverted person. Yeah, me as an introvert, I would fucking get so much shit done, so much shit done with that job. I when like when everything shut down during COVID, mm-hmm. the because I'm in I'm in kind of pseudo medical. I never work from home. Yeah, I I never got the ability to because everything that I do is in office and I have to have people come and see me. So I never got that. Um, so you hear some, you know, weird stories about like, I was suffering and I'm just like, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'd have been fine. <laughs> I, I was not. Mm-hmm. They sent us home and they're yeah. like, you're going to work from home five days a week uh-huh. and sit in front of your computer all day. Listen to people yell at you. Do your job with your eyes and hands tied behind your back. <laughs> I mean, I'll be sometimes on like slow work days. I'll be like at my computer. Don't yeah. tell my, don't tell my bosses, but I'll be like at my computer and I'll be working on the game stuff. I'll have everything else done. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, well, I can work in some game stuff. And then people will come in and I'll get mad. <laughs> because I'm just, I'm in my own world. Yeah. And I, and I, and I can work like that. I don't, I'm not a dick to them, but I'm just like, Burr. okay, yeah. hey, how you Burr. doing? Yeah. So, um, what was the whole fucking point of this? We were talking about game. Wizards of the Coast and the layoffs yeah. and how you were deep diving and yeah. then the hostess theory. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't about cupcakes. So I, uh. I got I kind of. Is that what I have out. to do to to kind of string you along? Well, you said cupcake. hostess, and I got excited about the little uh, chocolate cakes with the swirly icing on top. Uh, mm, mm. Yes, um, I did find it interesting that the uh, they're wanting to they're running to Hasbro is wanting yeah. wanting to run more lean. That makes sense, but then they also they sold off their E one division or whatever mm-hmm. it is to Lionsgate. And I thought that was interesting. Interesting because E one was how they basically produced Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Yeah, but it was like their own entertainment service. So instead of them just like 
we're doing this to produce D&D stuff. It's, we get D&D, but we also have like yellow jackets and all this other stuff associated with it. Um, they didn't want to deal with that. Yeah, that's fair. So I think they want to get to more like licensing stuff is what I think they want to do, which makes sense. Which because, is what they've been doing with magic. Uh, yeah, because they're like doing the, when, well, they're doing the opposite there. They are licensing stuff. Oh, you're saying they cards. want to license their mm-hmm. stuff out to other people. Yeah, that's kind of how they did it back in the day with like the gold boxes for uh, Super Nintendo. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all like licensed stuff that other people would, would make. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword because they could essentially, essentially they could license it out and make crap. But there right. may be something that's good. Because like, like 80s, early 90s Marvel content. Like, or like the Curse of Strahd fighting game. Are you familiar with this? Mm, no, no, I, I can't say that I am. Mm. There is a YouTuber that I like who's a, a fighting game aficionado. Okay. And uh, he does uh, something called the worst fighting game. Okay. Can you guess what's at the very top right now? I'm guessing it's the Curse of Strahd, Curse of Strahd, Strahd fighting game. Um, it is so fucking weird, like, just watching it, like, skeletons and dwarves are so like... Is it like a, like a, like a side-scrolling... Nope. It's a 3D, like kind of like you remember how like Tekken is. You know how Tekken is. Okay, but it's like, it's like a one-on-one, like a Mortal Kombat Tekken style yep. fighting game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Weird. Mm-hmm. I love it. I want to play it so. So, so let's bad. let's just take the turn-based style of D and D and just throw that out the window. Well, I mean that's that's happened with video games a lot. You'll have oh, your yeah. side scrolling because like there was a 2D, uh, it's like a side scrolling beat 'em up. That mm-hmm. was D and D, and that was really fun. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking like uh, Baldur's Gate right now is one of the most highest praised video games of the year, mm-hmm. and it's stuck to very solid D and D mechanics of like turn based and mm-hmm. spells and rolling dice. And to be fair, they had a good foundation. Uh, are you familiar with Larian Studios? No, no. Larian Studios did the Divinity series. Divinity was Divinity was where one of the major influences of the action point system that I took okay, from for, and for our game system. But they basically just work their way into that. Okay. So, Valerian Studios, like the Divinity games are very much like that uh, style. Okay. So, that's which where they, they started with a good foundation. They didn't go directly into, let's make a big D&D game. But I, I think they saw how successful Baldur's Gate 3 is. Mm-hmm. And they said, we can make more money just licensing shit out. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Did you, speaking of Baldur's Gate, mm-hmm. did you see the news on that this no. week? Mm-mm. What? So some people were upset. Uh, of course. <clears throat> with um, the physics of certain anatomical parts. Like dicks and tits? Yes. In uh, Baldur's Gate, as characters could be disrobed yep. and seen without clothing. Yeah. So. But when they would run or move, the, those parts were just static. Oh, they were they were upset by the lack of jiggle physics. Yes. Okay. So they have introduced, as of this week, jiggle physics into... Both uh, two tits and cocks? Yep. Nice. So You can see your cock flop? Yep. Nice. Yep. That's in there now. I don't know what I'm looking at later. So uh, we know what Ryan's got on his wish list for uh, for Christmas. I didn't know. Santa came early. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> now, now that those jiggle physics are in there. <laughs> it's like, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, come to be surprised by the company that allows you to fuck a bear in the first place. <laughs> that jiggle <laughs> physics weren't already in there. 
They were focused on the bear part. They really were. Did they add the jiggle figs to the bear cock? Oh, I hope. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Uh, uh, we're going to pause this podcast. We'll be back in <laughs> however long it takes to get to that bear fucking scene. <laughs> Seven hours later. Ugh. All right, so... <laughs> that was our whole intro. How long have we... Like, that was a long-ass intro. Uh, you know, we've been talking for a few minutes. Let's that's, see. Mm-hmm. It's about 20 minutes. Okay, that's not Yeah, bad. not too crazy. Okay. Well, so we had our game night on Monday. Yes, we did. And it went well the first game. The second game, for me, it lost a little steam because mm-hmm. I had an interesting thing that I didn't think about. Yes. <laughs> a, 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 you know, a small child and then a first-timer at the same time. Right. So I had two kind of points of view. That were combat competing against each other. Well, and the first timer wanted to be a pacifist. Yes. And the child wanted to be a murderer. Well, we're not, we're not going to go into specifics of it. Okay, we're not going to get into the nitty gritty of it because I don't want to. I don't want to no. single anyone out. No, but no, no. There's like, just two diametrically opposed theories of how to proceed. Yes, but the the thing was was it was on top of that them learning the game. Right. Right. So I was like, I need to, I need to do something because. I had I had made the game to be fast, punchy, and easy to learn. But then, mm-hmm. you know, when I saw it, I was like, people can understand it, but there's a little bit of, like, learning. Like, you get the cards, you got to read the cards, you got to do this and this and this. So I dialed it back. So I said, I've, I know what I'm going to do. Boot camp. Nice. So I've designed a system where basically instead of saying, hey, what class do you want to play? I ask you one question. I say, do you want to be a strong, cunning, or smart? Mm-hmm. Based on that, what you tell me is I give you a card. And then I also give you a sheet that is similar to the ones that we currently have, right? Okay. So, and it has, it's scaled back. It's broken into three weeks. The first week has drastically reduced information. It just has, like, your health, your mana, uh, what you're good at, and then it has, like, move, attacking. I've, I've, ta- I've erased, like, power nap entirely i've erased mana entirely so the first week you don't have mana because that's not something you're learning right first week you're learning about ap combat and that stuff and it's that whole section and it's learning as you go so the cards that i made they don't have any enhanceable ability it's just the card that says uh for instance the the strong characters card their name their card name is matter splatter Mm -hmm. um and it's two ap and it's like you get advantage on the damage dice okay okay so that's their one card and basically it's just so they have a tactile feeling of having that card what it does reading it and and digesting it very quickly right and then uh you're basically in kind of like a gymnasium with a coach and the coach is like all right we're gonna learn about attacking so you get a round of just attacking a target and then the next round, uh, he's like popping training dummies up and stuff like that. The next uh, lesson is movement. You know, you have your run and attack this moving far and close. After that's defense, yada, yada, yada. And then one thing that we never got to was insight in the game. No one ever insighted anything. Right. And I'm like, there's a lot of things that people aren't even looking at. So that's an entire lesson. On its yeah. own. So I think that's a more digestible way of doing it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that was honestly in our at home campaign when we started the the Spelljammer campaign, mm-hmm. we had kind of a session point five mm-hmm. similar to that, where yeah. we were all training cadets and going yeah. through doing things like that. And well, that wasn't necessarily exactly the reason we did it. Uh-huh. I had so much fun with that. Yeah, but the thing is it's also it's forward facing or it's excuse me, behind the scenes. The DM is also learning as well. Right. So the DM, you have, <laughs> you're going to confidently 
you know, read this once, and you're all you got to do is focus on one by one section, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, because I want you to eventually start using this so you learn how to uh, run combats, um, how to use the the insight mechanics and stuff like that. Also, how the monsters are labeled as well. Right. So once you start, instead of getting this whole like sprawled out sheet of how the adventure goes, mm-hmm. you're gonna get pieces, and then at the end of that first week. You'll understand this, and then the second week you'll get another piece, third week you get another piece. Yeah. Like that. Now, on your home games, whenever you actually play it, you can run this as a one-time thing. You can, you can a session, because, I mean, they're all designed to be 30 to 45 minutes. So if you want to run a three-hour session, everyone can learn the mechanics as they go. Yeah. Because the third, the second week is like items, and um, I haven't decided where I want to put curses in, because curses themselves are whole game mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so like the second week is like a puzzle that you have like items made that aren't that are unique to that. So basically, players that get the understanding of using cards to solve yeah. problems. And then um, the next week after that, it's like the mana system and also uh, playing as zombies and stuff like that, like killing them mm-hmm. and then resurrecting them as zombies. So they all see the zombie mechanics. They all right. see how it works. So yeah, that's what I have planned. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, when I've, whenever next week rolls around, or tomorrow, because we film these on Sunday, um, that's what we're going to be doing. Nice. So, I'm going to have to, a few, of the, a few of the people who have been there, uh, sorry, I don't mean to be clicking something. Stop it! <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, a few of the people who have made, have, like, come. Mm-hmm. I made come, huh? But previous <laughs> sessions. Yes. Uh, I'm going to have to have, like, hey, I know we were going to finish up with the art today, I need your help trying something out because yeah. you know, we, we have a few people who are have kind of already regulars there, which is I thought really yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, one of the I got inspiration from one of the girls who was like there because she said she was talking about when's too early to start your kid in D and D, and I was like, well, this is kind of what I designed a system for, but right. then I thought about trying to run a child through D and D, and I'm like, oh god, you get they're you're not going to sit down and read rules. Well, I mean, long. and honestly, not okay. I don't want to downplay our system, mm-hmm. but like when I was a kid, I, my mom and dad, my aunt and uncle would try and get me to play Monopoly mm-hmm. and full fledged Monopoly to a five year old sucks. Mm-hmm. But they bought me Monopoly Junior, mm-hmm. which was simplified rules, just whittled down to the basics of what the game was. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. And I, then as I learned how to play it, and then I was introduced to the full game later, it was like, oh, it's just, okay, it's just adding a couple of things. Great, I already know how to play. Yeah, I want our game to be a gateway drug. Exactly. <laughs> but I also want it to be expandable. And, I mean, I like the idea of adding more complex mechanics later on. Because, I mean, a lot of it's just, like, narrative play, which is, there's items in there that are just, like, if there's no description, you tell me what you want to do with it, which is right. kind of like a higher level of play. Yeah. So, it's, you know, I, I enjoy it. And it's easy to write for, at least for me. Mm-hmm. But with you, uh, in your campaign thing, the way I wrote it, you can change it up. You can say, okay, you're all wrestle training school. Right. Easy. Exactly. Done. And that was one of the things that I talked about doing was mm-hmm. having like that training school at the beginning where you learn your mechanics. Yep. That was one of the, one of the things I pulled from as well. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, we're, I'm, I'm struggling with this. Okay. How do, you know, uh, I think I've played, did you, are you familiar with the game Gloomhaven? 
I am familiar that it is a game. Okay. So I don't think I've ever played it. So busting out Gloomhaven is one of the most anxiety-inducing things you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. It is a massive fucking box, and there's all these fucking bits and pieces, and it takes about 45 minutes to set up your first encounter. And by the time you're ready to play, you're like, I oh, fuck this shit. Yeah. They made an expansion called the Jaws of, Lion, Jaws of the Lion. Okay. In that game, you open it up, and it says, start here. Okay. You crack open the book, and it says, okay. Pick your character. We're going to start a scenario. Flip over to page one. And it you learn as you play. And that was something I wanted to emulate because it's so much easier to get players involved. When instead, okay, in order to play this game, you've got to spend 45 minutes reading the rules. Right. To kind of understand. And yeah. I'll explain the rest to you. No. So that was why I made that. And I'm kind of excited for it. I've got a, uh, I've got a map for it. And I've got... I might have the minis done for it. They're a bunch of training dummies, but nice. I've always I keep forgetting the minis. I forgot the minis last time. I forgot the <laughs> minis. Like there's a like I got my box here and all the stuff, and I'm just like I keep forgetting shit. Luckily, I had a giant chicken McNugget toy. Yeah, which <laughs> you know, and then one of the players was like, I also got this little Darth Vader Lego thing. Yes, uh, yeah, and I used none of it. That's all right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for that, but um, I think um. I think honestly, once I get that in the first arc, I'm kind of ready to release it. You know, yeah. over our Christmas break and New Year's break, I think by that time I'll be, I'll be done with it, and I'll just be like, here it is. Nice. Unless, unless I find some glaring issue with it, of course. Because I mean, the only way we're going to do that is through people playing the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been really fun. I'm glad we got to do this because this game shit is hard. This game designing shit is super <laughs> fucking difficult. It's almost like uh, like this is some people's whole jobs. I know, right? Well, not 1,100 people, but you know. <laughs> I actually took a look at some of the people who got laid off. I don't want to mention names. Um, Steve. Steve. Steve was a fucking prick. I looked yeah. at his. I looked at his stats. Steve was an asshole. Yeah, he microwaved fish in the lunch room. Oh, yeah. he's one of those. One of those. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, they they fired him out of a cannon. Um, <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson style. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, you know, some of them, you know, it was like production. Yeah, and stuff like that. They, you know, I don't know. That's fair. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. I don't. I, I don't think it'll be anything too bad because they they kept talking about toy going back to the Hasbro thing. They were talking about their toy division kind of sucking. Mm-hmm. So that was something like that. So well, yeah. I think I think there could be some more creativity there within some of the things I've seen mm-hmm. for the, the toys. Yeah. I mean, I really haven't seen anything. But we saw that that '90s toy or whatever it was. Yeah. The like the the '80s cartoon series action ones. figures the one that I have glued to an Advil bottle somewhere that I think yeah. I... that one <laughs> um, yeah no like what you remember like when the movie came out they they had some toys and it's like yeah. here's a dragon in the shape of a d20 and it's a transformer but it, it, it... was that the popcorn bowl thing no, well, there there was a popcorn bowl thing, but that was the movie. Like you could spend an extra thirty seven dollars and get your popcorn <laughs> in a giant D twenty that you could take home and use to hold your dice. I would have fucking bought that thing in a heartbeat. I couldn't find it. Though. I know. Yeah, I couldn't find one either. Uh, I saw one today. Apparently, a movie theater in Europe has a bat signal popcorn holder, and they fill it up with popcorn. And then whenever it's done, it has a light inside, and it is a functional like bat signal for your room. Oh. 
Uh, and it's got like popcorn stuck in it, so it's like flashing. <laughs> it smells <laughs> popcorn. Uh, yeah, but uh, no. So I mean, some of the toys I saw, they were just like they tried. It's like they tried too hard. It's like, ooh, we got to incorporate D twenties and dragons. Let's make them the same thing. But it wasn't a cool dragon. It, and it wasn't a functional D twenty. So I mean, do kids still play with toys nowadays? Like are they are like action figures a big thing that kids because my my kids never really so did. I I actually uh, one of my friends that is a bartender at Crafty uh-huh. um, his wife and son came by yesterday and his son is six and his son is super into wrestling uh-huh. and so we were talking that was how Andrew introduced me to his son he's just like hey uh, James knows more about wrestling than you and the kid's just like. The fuck he does. I'm about to ruin this whole man's career. And so, so we had a con- we had conversations, and it was like, uh, do you remember the Rey Mysterio uh, Eddie Guerrero feud in 1997? And I was like, um, this is an eight year or six, six year, old? year old. Yeah. Well, they, with now with like the WWE Network on Peacock, you can go back and watch all these old wrestling shows. Okay. So he's going. His dad is going back and showing him all these older shows from whenever he was younger, and so now. To him, that's all current content. Okay. And he knows it happens a long time ago, but he just watched it, so you must have just watched it too. Oh, okay. So uh, we, we talked about that, and then um, he's like, I also have action figures. And I was like, oh, well, which ones do you have? And he's like, well, I have 68 different wrestling action figures. And what he does is, when he does his chores, he gets like five bucks a week mm-hmm. for doing chores and... They then go to McKay's and they have like old, loose, used yeah. action figures. And he digs through and finds the wrestling action figures. And okay. that's what he spends his his money on mm-hmm. is just action figures. <laughs> yeah. But those are like secondhand though. Yeah. So, okay. But but like to him, they're uh-huh. yeah, they're new and he plays with them. Yeah. So he has like a ring and all this stuff. And so but he has like like he's like I said, he had sixty-eight action figures i have 68 and i've i've categorized them all and i've i've documented in this excel spreadsheet i'm, I'm not gonna lie i was like kid needs one more kid needs one more and so so i asked him i was like are there any action figures that you don't have that you want and he goes i don't have xavier woods i have all the other members of the new day but i don't have xavier woods so you know what I did? I got on Amazon and I found an Xavier Woods and I bought it and had it shipped to his house. And you told him, never buy another one again. You have exactly 69. One day you'll recognize this joke. This is comedy I sh- gold. Oh, I should have, I should have been like on the Amazon order. You can like have it wrapped and like put a card on it. It's uh-huh. like says who it's from and just put nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's cool. But I mean, like, cause I... You know, when I was growing up, it was action figures, yeah, but we didn't have iPads. Right. So I think that's electronics or anything. I saw a video earlier today, and it was talking about how kids aren't subjected to their parents' music now because they all have iPads and Mm -hmm. phones and headphones. And so when you're in the car, you're listening to whatever you're listening to or watching whatever you're watching, and you're not having to listen to the music that your parents listen to Mm -hmm. on long car rides, which is why I have an appreciation for, like, the Beatles and Steve Miller Band and Jim Croce and all this other music from like the 60s and 70s. In in counterpoint to that, anecdotal, 100%, when I was a kid, I didn't really have headphones and stuff like that. We had CD players, but right. I didn't I didn't listen to my parents' music. I was I don't remember being exposed to my parents' music 
are are, are getting a love from the music yeah. that my parents listen to. So, yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, I had I had a portable CD player, but it was it was the on ear mm-hmm. Sony headphones yeah. that you know somebody whispers to you from across the room, you could hear it perfectly fine. Yeah, uh, and also. We didn't have skip protection then, so like any <laughs> bump in the road, that. you're just like, oh, uh, 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 yeah. uh. and so eventually you just give up or your batteries die or whatever because uh, you know they chewed through fucking batteries, chewed through them. Well, so like I mean, I so I don't know, but there's I don't want to talk sound like I'm, I'm just ragging on them because I mean they, you know, kids are still listening to like my kids know what. ACDC is and something yeah. like that. And I I really don't listen to that, but they know what it is. Yeah. You know? You're so. welcome. I've been training them. I come by your house. Oh. <laughs> I sit outside your children's window with a speaker. Mm. And I just I just I just put it up against the window and mm. I play classic eighties rock. Okay. Yeah. That's why they say there's a big hairy man outside their window. Yeah. I just I've just been telling them to go to bed. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, yeah, just keep telling them to go to bed. They can just listen to it while they sleep. This is terrifying. You are you you <laughs> That is, the most, that is the most strangest thing you've ever said, and you're so confidently just looking at me going, yeah, this is what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, this yeah. is what I'm doing. James, you know you're outside a 13-year-old's <laughs> I didn't know their ages. <laughs> I'm, just here to, I'm just here to share my music, officer. That's right. <laughs> These kids got to learn. Yeah. I'm going to groom them to like ACDC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Where do we go from here? I don't know. But... Um, that was where I really wanted to talk about the new introduction system because I wanted you to be on board with it because... We're doing it tomorrow. So, I mean, if you want to. <laughs> you know, last time, you know, we ran games and more people are coming. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to run them all, James. I know. I recruited two more people last night. I know. Eventually, it's going to be like, we're all here at 7 o'clock. There's all 13 of us. What are we going to do? I'm be like, yeah. oh. I'm going to say, you six, go drink. <laughs> yeah, that's, that one didn't work so well last time. <laughs> we made someone mad the first night because of that. Well, you know. Yeah, so learning learning as we go is fun. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, I I thought she was a homeless woman. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. She, she she had cast more than a striking resemblance to a woman that I watched get kicked out multiple times. <sighs> and uh, yep, turns out that wasn't her. Mm, well, and it, it, she, I I felt bad. I felt bad for upsetting her because she she played the same game and she had a lot of fun. It was really fun to play her. And I you know talking to her, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna come back. She's coming back in April. So in April, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. to fly okay. south for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she can get the home game and she can practice while she's gone. I don't. I would love the idea of a bunch of like sixty to seventy year olds playing my game and talking about going to a wizard's ass. Just just snowbirding it. Yeah, snowbirding. It? <laughs> yeah, that's what they call old people who retire and they they spend the the winters in Florida. Oh, they're snowbirds. Snowbirds they fly south for the winter. Oh, you. That is the one thing about Florida. Have, have you ever been to Florida recently? I, have I ever been to Florida recently? Recently, uh, recently no. It's uh-huh. been about ten years since I've been to okay. Florida. So the last time you went to Florida. Was it nothing but like retirement home advertisements and oh, lawyer absolutely. lawyer advertisements? Yeah. Okay, that was the weirdest thing when I was driving through Florida. And STD I'm like, testing. I didn't see STD testing. 
I guess old people are getting smarter. Well, old people, they, they don't care. They're not getting pregnant. And so they're mm. they're in these retirement communities, and they're a lot of times their partner has I, passed. I don't like this conversation. And James. they're rolling pretty high on charisma. Well, when the when the, the, the w- save is low, when sir. everyone is wrinkly and white, <laughs> you're like the DC ain't that high. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fuck? We ain't got much time left. <laughs> just, just, just don't nat one. That's, that's all I'm asking. Nat, what is a heart attack? And you die right there. Bri- you don't have prism. You don't have prism. <laughs> That's a good thing in there. <laughs> no, not, not if it leads to death. Well, you know, hey, go out hard. Die hard. <gasps> we should write that movie. <laughs> I think they already did. <laughs> it could be set at Christmas time. <laughs> it's this old man who's like, I've got I've got forty I've got a twenty four hours to live and I've got a massive erection that'll last that long. Yippee ki yay, grandmother fucker. <laughs> we need to end it there. <laughs> Oh, uh, are we really? Or do you want to? <laughs> we, yeah. totally we totally can. We totally. I don't. I don't. I don't see how we're going to 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 make it past Die Hard and the Senior Living. <laughs> die Hard and the Assisted Living. And with that, <laughs> this has been another episode of the Power Word Dumb Podcast. I have been James. I have been Ryan. And uh, yeah, so if you would like to interact with us, you can reach out to us on Instagram at Power Word Dumb Pod. You can also reach out to Ryan at Choppa underscore Mini Art. You can go to Etsy.com slash Have Mini Will Paint. Check out some of those wonderful minis. Uh, they are great New Year's gifts, is what I've heard. After the first of the year, they can they, you know you can order them. And uh, it's 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 the middle of December. Nobody's nobody's getting anything ordered at this point no, from I know. anywhere. I know because I shut it down <laughs> to work on the game. And I'm just like, James is just really trying to get me fucked starting <laughs> just the beginning I'm of just January. trying to make you money, man. Uh, <laughs> I've made enough money, James. That's no, fair. Nothing. If you would like to come and play the game that we've been talking about, you can join us at Nerd Night at Crafty Bastard Brewery at 6 Emory Place in Knoxville, Tennessee. Starts at 7 and 8. Get there a little early for each game so we can go over characters and things like that. And uh, get ready so we can start the game right on time. And uh, don't forget, dollar off beers. Mm-hmm. So so you know what they say often in the assisted living? What's that? Fuck you! Hey, bye guys! Bye! Die hard. <laughs> <laughs>